welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. And we're back again. This week, we're discussing my um, expertise in eyebrows that I've recently crafted. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. No, we're not. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy, just like the fantasy that I will ever have perfect eyebrows. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) It's also a fantasy for me. (laughs) Drama and romance. I have action adventure and a fantasy Elaine will stop watching YouTube uh, makeup videos nonstop all day every day. You're not even here most of the time. (laughs) That's not the point. Well, each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. (laughs) (laughs) Try to do that. Go to your well, I next thought we note. could do it without the eyebrows. Okay. I have no, science fiction fantasy. No. My favorite fantasy eye- eyebrows, Ricardo Manjubans, Wow. The Wrath of Khan. Wow. Carly, do you have a favorite fantasy eyebrow? No. All right, so, so we take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see anyone's, any of these on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast... You can give these movies a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is Carly's <gasps> Mannequin, which wasn't really my pick, but <laughs> I took it on. Everybody else's pick, which was Tony's second birthday pick. We yes. pushed it. We pushed it on you. We did. Pushed it on you. Forced you to watch a good movie <laughs> or a bad movie. That's I don't the know. Whole point Spoilers. of this podcast, in case you guys haven't caught on, <laughs> is to make Carly watch movies. We all go, Carly. You should pick this popular movie everyone likes. She's like. No. <laughs> I'm going to pick this obscure romantic comedy. That, that is neither romantic nor funny. <laughs> it's like, this movie's awesome. You really need to watch this. She's like, oh, I will. Six months. She's like, no, I haven't watched it. But this random person on the street told me to watch this other movie. And I watched that. <laughs> and by random person, you mean her sister. It hasn't had the effect as long as it's someone she Oh, knows. goodness, goodness. Someone that she likes way better than you who's picked this movie instead. So what I'm going to do, I have a whole new thing, see. I thought yeah. about it when I saw her sister last week. I was like, I'm going to start telling her you're to tell secretly, Carly. You're going to send Aaron <laughs> Facebook messages. Hey, tell Carly this is a really good movie and she needs to watch it. Tell her it's some obscure foreign film. It would probably work because Aaron and I like a lot of the same stuff. It's all part of my master plan. When we were roommates, she's like, let's watch this. I'm like, I've never heard of it. Seven seasons later. <laughs> because, you know, Carly likes to pick a lot of movies that are dog trash. Oh! oh. Snap. Got it in. That's for Will. That's for Will. Thank you for listening, Will. I was wondering. <laughs> Man. All right, so, oh, 1987. Yeah, I remember 97. Do you remember 87? No. <laughs> I remember 87. She was so serious. I was no. <laughs> All right, so, moving on. We have Mannequin. It's yep. a story of a guy who kind of has... His, he's a loser. <laughs> he's not a loser. He's an artist. He's, Tale is old as time. He's an artist. He can't hold down a job. He falls in love with a mannequin. He created. Artists fall in love with their creations. Only his mannequin actually comes alive. So I heard David came to life, too. From, you know, Michelangelo. It was weird. Got creepy. Yeah. So he wanted written, to leave. <laughs> it's written and directed by Michael Gottlieb. Do you know how to say his name? Yeah. Apparently his brother co-wrote Jaws. I thought maybe you would know that. Gottlieb? Yeah, G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. His brother co-wrote the screenplay for Jaws. Okay. Okay. 
the screenplay, yes. Dun. Not Peter Bench. I would say Gottlieb. Okay. That's a Dun. Got, got milk. But he also Dun. wrote and directed Mr. Nanny. Ooh, which don't... I had never heard of. And really? he, he directed Mr. A Nanny. Kid in King Hulk Arthur's Hogan? Court, which I believe I have seen. Mr. Nanny, I think I saw you... that. No, Wait. I didn't. You've never seen any good movie ever, but you've seen A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Well, it Jesus came out Christ. when I was in like fifth grade. It's totally Jesus Christ. Superstar, group. that was a good movie. All right. Started as a play. So it stars Kim Cattrall. Yeah, I never heard of her. What's she been in? Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> She was just coming off of Big Trouble in Little China. You goddamn right she was. She was coming <laughs> off a gigantic hit. <laughs> we have Andrew McCarthy. He was in a bunch of stuff, and like Pretty in, in Pink. Pretty in and, Pink. Yeah. I love him. I honestly didn't write stuff and... down. I just figured for most of these people, you guys would know at least one thing you could say. Was he officially Brat Pack, or was he just in a bunch of movies with him? I don't, I don't know. know, but Weekend at Bernie's holds up. Weekend at Bernie's 2 does not. not it so didn't much. hold up when it was made. Well, only if you have the power of the Mobu. See, you gotta watch it with the power of the Mobu in you. Yeah, that was bad. Carly doesn't get it. Nope. Uh, the Sail Getty. Who, you never uh, saw Weekend at Bernie's? Girls. <laughs> no, I did not. Wasn't she? The, I understand the premise, but I've never seen wasn't it. Wasn't she the murderer in our most recent game of Golden Girls Clue? Was it Estelle? <gasps> I think it was, because I was Estelle. Why are they talking about this? We played Golden Girls Clue last week. No, we did not. No, we okay, drank. Okay, Elaine and I did. <laughs> and it was a Estelle Getty. You were in a whole other room doing that. I was Sophia at Tony's bar. <laughs> well, you missed out because that was a good was game. Fun. I don't think so. No. We, we drank, disagree. We drank whiskey. The only problem was you had the food with you and none of us ate because it was in the other room. We had all the food and the Golden Girls Clue. told you there should have been two mm-hmm. food tables. People do not care about this. We had the whole Carry veggie on. tray. We didn't even bring it <laughs> I know the next day I found it in the fridge. I was like, oh, there was a veggie tray. Yeah. <laughs> All right, enough about parties. Moving on. James Spader. Oh, the great James Spader. He was in a lot of stuff. He was also in Less Than Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he was also in Pretty in Pink. Yeah. And yeah, the Blacklist. Age of Ultron. Yeah. And he was Ultron, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You didn't know he was Ultron? No, I did know that, but it just slipped your mind. It sucks because I've been wanting to do Wolf real bad. With because, Jack Nicholson? With Jack Nicholson and James Spader. Yeah. But the ending is terrible. Otherwise, I'd have picked it like Is it times. worse than the ending of The Great Wall? Is it worse than the ending of Because is it quick Jason and X? they just skip over really it's, fast? It's like because ending, I can support that. It's like the ending of American Wire from London where you're watching and you're like, okay, and then it's over and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did I fall asleep? I feel like I missed something. was the reaction I had. <laughs> we have no, Massach. Like yeah. Massach. I don't know how to say his name. Taylor. Anthony on Designing Women. Uh, I forgot Hollywood. all about Designing Women, and now I'm going to be binge watching oh that shit. Oh my god, I love that show. Oh good. So is that on? Is Netflix? there a Designing Women clue? I'll find <laughs> it. <laughs> well, we all got to get to one of my favorite characters. G.W. Bailey. That's right. What do you like him from? Uh, Police Academy. Academy? <laughs> what else was he? <laughs> Actually, Police was Academy it? Two? <laughs> I think Academy it was three? him. He was like a cop in a whole whole bunch of yeah. stuff. He's yeah. a character actor. He's been in a lot of stuff, but he was mostly famous for Police Academy. We have mm-hmm. Carol Davis as Roxy. Tony looked her up because she looked familiar to him. Elaine looked her up because she <laughs> She was in an episode of Angel that I remembered her from. I was like, what the hell is She was show? evidently a very she talented wrote musician. And performed, she wrote a song and performed on the soundtrack of Earth Girls Are Easy. 
What? That one got by me. <laughs> I looked up her IMDb because I was anyway, curious. So and let's, can I'm we thinking not, of Julie, uh, just Julie. She Body to Body, the song oh, Body to we, Body from Earth it, Girls Are Easy. That, she wrote and performed it. If we edited, this would be something that would get cut. <laughs> no, this is this is flavor. We have Christopher Marr as Armand. Armand. He hadn't really been anything I looked. Hopefully. But Steve Vinovich was in like one or two episodes the of every show I watched growing up. Step by step, family Yeah, dude, that guy was everywhere. Like, yeah. Everything. Mm. <laughs> I know two one no. Step by like... step, that was a great show. <laughs> With Sasha what's his nuts. Who turned out to be not a great guy. No? Well, no a lot of those actors from <laughs> Sasha Mitchell, that was his name. Yeah, he did He did something real bad. I can't remember what it is. You don't know why you hate him, but you hate him. No, he did something bad. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but I know it. it that was I know he did something that was really bad. Kickboxer 4. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was real bad. Unforgivable. <laughs> That's what he did that was real bad. All right. This movie cost $6 million to make. Really? It made hmm. almost $43 million. So if you start, you know, adjusting for inflation... That did a bit of all right. Just really? probably, you know. I did look it up, though. It was funny. It said something like, it was the 27th highest grossing film of 1987. I was like, that's not really that impressive. <laughs> that's not impressive at all. How many no. movies came out in 19... Apparently, well, you, they did well. But percentage-wise, <laughs> it was probably way up there. Well, if you figure, it's 52 weeks a year, and you have, what, two movies a year? I mean, two movies a week. That's not so bad. <laughs> and that's just the big movies. It's always, like, the indie movies and the small movies. They know it won't do shit. And there's a shitload more movies come out now than back then. Yeah. A shit ton. Shit ton. <laughs> okay. Hell, I'm going to make a movie. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be awesome. Okay. Don't I'll, whisper. I'll watch it. I can't promise I'm going to give it a yay. But I'll... <laughs> <laughs> if I can get you to watch it, that'll be impressive. <laughs> so this movie has a 5.8 on IMDb, a 22% Tomato Meter. My, my, wow. My 20... mouth isn't working. Tomato Meter score. <laughs> it's a good thing you have to talk a lot today. Yeah. And 55% audience score. Wow, just 55? Just 55. 22 seems low as well. <laughs> Apparently the critics hated it, but audiences tended to like it. Not and that now much. It has they see a uh, cult following. Audiences were lukewarm. Audiences were lukewarm and they're like, fuck it, let's make they another. They liked it better than the critics. The critics were like, Whoa. I hate when, it, when they say movies have a cult following. Yet some people liked it and saw it and said, hey, you should see that. And all of a sudden you're some kind of crazy mannequin cult. <laughs> I think when it's a cult following, a movie becomes bigger than just watching like mannequin. There aren't like conventions to go hang, do mannequin stuff. Like, um... There might, there might be. I never put this furry convention, so I don't put anything off the table for conventions. But there's some movies that have what I consider a cult because it's got a whole subculture associated with the movie. Like the most famous one is, of course, Star Wars. I actually but think the most famous one is Doctor Who. That's, that's a TV show. No, yes, but for as far as cult movies, cult like followings, I really think the most famous one is Doctor Who. I think the coolest one is Big Trouble in Little China. And if you're curious about Big Trouble in Little China, you should check out that episode. <laughs> All right, so I have two reviews. It's like Monster Squad. <laughs> Speaking of critics, we have Jeffrey Anderson of the San Francisco Examiner. He had just two words to say. Suck, Suck it. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. He just said, unbelievably bad. Oh. No. She just said suck it. What was his name? <laughs> Jeffrey Anderson. You know, you know what? I got two words for you, Mr. <laughs> Jeffrey Anderson. <laughs> And then we have Super Reviewer, which means she's not a professional okay. critic. Nikki Marie says she has loved this movie since it came out in the 80s. 
Yes, it's silly, but such a nice little story and great cast. Some good music on the soundtrack, too. I do enjoy uh, Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> what did you guys think going in? Who? You got to pick somebody. Like, <laughs> um, I hadn't seen this in a really long time, but I remembered it fondly, and I was looking forward to uh, seeing it again. Wow. <laughs> it was a revelation. <laughs> Oni. I also had not seen this in a number of years and wanted to re-see, see if it held up. And uh, I remember James Spader being in it, and he's, he's one of my favorite actors, so I wanted to see how terrible he was in it. He didn't disappoint. <laughs> All right, John. I hadn't seen this in I don't know how long as well. <laughs> because this is a movie that I think everybody has saw a lot in the 80s yeah. when it came out. But then, you know, Mannequin 2 comes out, and you're like, oh, wow. All right, well, fuck that whole thing. I feel like it was on the TV a lot in the 90s. It but I don't know that I've seen it since I was, like, a grown-up adult yeah. person. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it in this state until recently. <laughs> yeah, It's, it's like, at least been 15 years since I've seen this, I'm sure. Right, and I moved here in the late 90s, so. Yeah, I feel like it's been a good decade and then some since I wa- caught it on the tube. But I remember thinking, oh, this is a great movie. I can't wait to see this. And then I thought to myself, shit, I hope it's up. And I hope it holds up. <laughs> As we were watching it, I really it, feel like... It. <laughs> I really feel like I've caught this on TV, but I don't know how long. I don't think I've seen the... Oh, all the way start to finish since I was a kid because the opening. <laughs> I was like, I, like what's just, happening now? It was kind of like a acid flashback. You're like, like, oh my God. Like, is, are you sure this is the right movie? Yeah. This is Egypt. There's a lot of parts of this movie I'm like, I don't remember this, but okay. Well, I had never seen it. So you guys wanted me to pick it. I picked it sight unseen. And I said, we'll see. <laughs> well, let's see if she's gonna maybe her own movie again. You never know. She might nay it. Well, <laughs> in about an hour, I'll know. So <laughs> I can wait. If we keep going on tangents, it's gonna take long, longer mm, than that. Hour forty-five. So you mentioned the opening. Restart. It's Egypt, a really long time ago, but just before lunch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which really sets the you know the stage for this movie. It's like, all right, we're not taking ourselves too seriously, no. so you shouldn't either. <laughs> And we have Emmy. Whitewashings. What we have is whitewashing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Emmy is hiding, dressed as a mummy. Which is, I think, offensive. If you do that now, I think somebody would be offended. In a pyramid. And her mom comes looking for her. She has an arranged marriage to get to. She's refused every other guy they've tried to arrange a marriage with. And this is the only guy left that'll have her. And he's a, what's that, camel dung he's salesman? He's a camel dung dealer. De- dealer. <laughs> When you say dealer, does that make it any different than salesman? No. Like if I'm a drug salesman or a drug dealer? <laughs> I'm pretty sure You know the what? But they salesman. do sound different. If you said I'm a drug salesman, I would think you'd work for Big Pharma. If you say you're a drug dealer, I think you sell weed and cocaine. Well, when I get into the Viagra business, which is always on the way up, <laughs> Carly got so, it. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm a drug dealer. So I do feel well, like salesman versus dealer... There like, is a, a little different connotation. I like pusher. I want to be a camel dung pusher. Push a man. Okay. But that <laughs> makes me imagine dung? somebody with a, like, a broom <laughs> pushing the dung. <laughs> hey, it's a dirty job, but somebody's hey, got to do it. Do That's it. true. You can't be a salesman if somebody isn't pushing it. <laughs> Someone's got to want the dung, to push the dung. I think we've spent too much time on the dump. All right, so she doesn't want to have this marriage. She's like, I just want to see things, go places, explore things. I want to fly. I don't want to settle down with this guy I don't even know. And her mom's like, ah, sorry, that's not the way the world is. If I thought it was possible, I wouldn't force you to get married, but it's not possible. 
And she's like, oh, praise to the gods. Please get me out of this. And her mom's like... Her mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she said? Because I didn't write it down exactly. She said, the Nile is rising... Something, something, and the pharaoh had. There's a wheat shortage, (laughs) and the pharaoh has hemorrhoids. The gods have more important things to do. So she was wrong. Her marriage, her marriage situation is not as important as the pharaoh's hemorrhoids. Really puts your life in in perspective. (laughs) Well, he's got a royal ass. (laughs) So then there's like an earthquake kind of a deal, and Emmy's gone. Poof. Just poof. She disappeared. Wherever she went, she's naked because the wraps were on the floor. And then we have the credits, intro credits. And we get some really cool music. It's uh, some Belinda Carlisle. It's, it's a little Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> I rate this opening an A++ Whoa. to wow. the cartoon credits. They are fun. It's a fun song, fun cartoons, and they give you the credits, but you're, you're paying so much attention to the fun cartoons. But at the same time, it's a little weird because apparently Emmy has jumped through time a few times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one time she was a statue, one time she was a mannequin, but one time she's a painting. Yeah, that's so true. So what the hell is she just comes out of a painting sometimes? They don't mm-hmm. explain. It's okay. okay. I'll explain it to you. Have oh, you ever silly. seen the Harry Potter movies? Uh, unfortunately. <gasps> you know the talking what? paintings? Dog trash. Ooh. <laughs> oh, talk yeah, but about they don't alienating but the they don't come out. <laughs> I also think out. the Harry Potter movies are dog trash, but um <laughs> Oh, sorry. But she loves the books. But Tony she, hasn't read. That's a three on the dog <laughs> But she could still move, at, but they could still move and talk. You don't so think just she comes like, out of the painting? You think she just sits in the painting I mean, and talks? she could, but I think she maybe just sits the, in the painting and talks. Maybe the person goes into the painting with her. That could be fun. Did you ever see the, the video for Take On Me? Yes. It's a lot like that. It could be a Take On Me situation. It's a lot like Lots that. Lots of takes on how that, that works. <laughs> But we do, you're right. In the cartoon, we, a... we kind of see her jumping through time, although it's odd. There's, like, monsters and weird shit, but it doesn't have to make this sense. This is a universe where <laughs> you can just do that. So. Where your mannequin comes alive, so anything's yeah. possible. This is probably a universe where the wolfman has not. We need a mannequin prequel. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We, what Tony's thinking is not a you, prequel. No, no. It's he, in between the opener and 1987. He wants a Quantum <laughs> Leap style TV show. Oh, that would be cool. All right, I'm in now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in. Where every episode she's in a different time period. A different piece of art. No, it would be no, no. And I'm, try and sees if she can fall in love with that man, but it doesn't work no, out. No, no, no. I'm, like I'm thinking more like Highlander, where it takes place <laughs> in one certain time. There's lots of flashbacks. No, it could be. Lots of flashbacks. I don't know. Yeah. I like Quantum Leap better. I like Quantum Highlander, the, the TV too. series, is awesome. Guess, but it doesn't have Scott Bakula. No. <laughs> no, it has two McClouds, Duncan and Connor. I know, but honey... We're... Same clan, different vintage. <laughs> He's been watching a lot of Highlander. It's on Hulu. I've never seen Highlander. We need to start you off slow. You need to watch the first Highlander movie. When Just don't the... watch The Ra- Raven. And also, don't watch Highlander 2, The Quickening. Please. Pretty much skip most of Highlander. I could pick that one for the podcast. Want to go one. All right, so then we cut to present-day Philadelphia, which is 1987. Which I appreciate, because a lot of movies don't take place in Philadelphia. There's, like, Rocky. (laughs) Philadelphia Experiment. I'm sure the... Um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, okay, so there's three. (laughs) That was a close one. (laughs) We got... All right. I right. bet Ben is yell- was yelling at his phone, Philadelphia! <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. He might have been. He might have been. Ben, tweet so, at us. Jonathan Switcher is an artist working in a mannequin factory. 
He takes his time perfecting the mannequin. He's working on it. it takes him six days. Now, here, I hate to interrupt you here, but did you happen to notice the mammaries on this mannequin? They had a lot of detail. Yeah, I did notice did she, they, uh, you could see her rib cage in the mannequin. Yeah. What, what's with there the some, uh, extreme detail? Yeah, usually they don't do you, have nipples. What do you do with mannequins? You put clothes on them, so they don't need that much detail. <laughs> and you don't want them cutting the clothes that you put on them. That's right. <laughs> also, not to, inter- not to interrupt not his pink. interruption, but who's going to be in our series? What? Who's going to be the actress in our series for mannequins? In our quantum oh, no. leap, our mannequin leap series? Who's the who's the artwork lady? Hmm. Mm. That's a tough one. Perhaps our listeners could give us some suggestions. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, yeah, come on, Amelia Clark. Clark. The Dan Harris. What is her? Amelia Clark. She's Amelia busy. Clark. But she would want to star in this. I'm She's sure. She's a terrible actress, though. Oh. I saw it. Never mind. We can't. I'm sorry. I won't even start. Right. I'll tell them off. Okay. So perhaps we could get some listener suggestions. I'm gonna go with Kira Knightley. Well, she ain't doing anything. <laughs> I think she's too old for this, honey. So razor boobs. Razor boobs. All right, so yes, they were quite... And yeah. they were colored and everything. You Must know, have cold in there. This edition of... TikTok. TikTok. A fake TikTok. It's making me think about Jason Triple X when he put the nipples <laughs> on the robot. <laughs> you didn't put these on. Not without gloves. You know what? If any, if something makes you think of Jason Triple X, it's not good. <laughs> And if you're not sure what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Jason X podcast uh, episode. I forget what number it is. Every <laughs> time we, I can't even think of that movie without saying Triple X. Yeah. And anytime, and you're all welcome. Anytime we, it's also a fun drinking game. If anytime we compare it to a porno, you have to take a drink. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. Alcohol poisoning. We make you may kill somebody, but you know what? Listen to a safe episode. Harley Davidson and Marvel. <laughs> all right. So his boss says he could win the Dummy of the Month, I think, award. Dummy Which seems like a real award. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's like, like is she great? And he's like, I wasn't talking about her. He's like, I think I could do three or four of these a month. And his boss is like, I think you need to do three or four of those a day. And he's like, but I want him to be perfect. And he's like, yeah, you can get out. He's you're, like, you're fine. I'm an artist. And he's <laughs> like, can I, I just finish her? <laughs> I'm an artist. I need to finish her. Get out. <laughs> And then we watch him trying out other jobs that he brings his art, artistic uh, vision to. That's right. And he's the, like, no, the this bosses is better. don't like it either. I would like to discuss the balloon scene where the little kid calls him Biscuit Brain. <laughs> and then the dad calls him Biscuit Brain. <laughs> that's a fun, that's a fun insult. In. I wasn't upset when the boy got flew away up on by the balloon. balloon. You're not supposed, the kid's supposed yeah. to be a turd bump. That way he when is. he gets he was a, hurt, you're look, okay with it. First of all, anybody wearing a super dad shirt is probably not a super dad. <laughs> I need to go change my shirt. But, but like, that's a... Probably not a super dad, but like I just thought it was really funny that they called him Biscuit Brain, and I'm like, that's a good family and insult. Over. Let go of my son, Biscuit <laughs> Brain. Okay. Mm, all right. I just liked it. Let's see where he gets it. So he tries hedge trimming, but he's not trimming the hedges the way they want. Mm-hmm. He made a bunny. He tries pizza, but he makes the toppings into art and nobody he's wants not that. Going fast enough. People want their pizzas in 30 minutes or less. Yeah. <laughs> This is Philadelphia in the 80s. They want it now. Yeah. They'll go get a cheesesteak. So he just keeps getting fired and fired and fired and fired. He goes to pick up his girlfriend on his motorcycle, Roxy. And she looks embarrassed by him and his motorcycle, although... It's a Harley Davidson. It was a Harley. (laughs) 
She looked a little embarrassed, but at the same time, she seemed like she really liked him. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, her coworkers seem to think right he's he's not worth it, and uh, yeah, her she's a little bougie. Yeah, Good I don't work. know. I don't think she would have been embarrassed if her coworkers weren't there. Yeah, but they were. And then he's she's like, "Where are we going to dinner?" And he's like, oh, "I think we'll get a hot dog." She's like, "Oh, he lost another job," and then she's telling him that. He needs to uh, accept reality. He's like, reality's disappointing. And she's like, I think that I'm going to go home and maybe you need to get some help. And he's like, I can't afford that. <laughs> and she was wearing the best shoulder pads ever. They were huge. Oh, throughout the movie. <laughs> she looked like a linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think, how long had they been together and how many jobs had he got fired from? Yeah. This girl was really putting in an effort. Yeah. She was. <laughs> Which Too bad why it all she went, to shit. went crazy later. Spoiler yes. alert! But she uh, she gets in a cab and she's gone. And his bike won't start again. So he's and it starts to rain. He pushes his bike through the rain. And what does he see? In there, a man. His mannequin. She's in the store window, and he's so excited. <laughs> so he talks to her in the rain, like a crazy person. Yeah, a little bit. And then he's like, "I'll see you tomorrow." And his bike starts up. And now he can go home. And uh, the next morning, he goes back to see her. <laughs> but this time. This time, they're putting up a sign. And the owner of the store starts talking, oh, there's a customer lined up to come in. And then the sign falls and almost kills her. He saves her, though. Yeah. And then he grabs onto the sign as it swings to and fro. And he doesn't think, let me jump off this thing when it's on the ground. <laughs> no. And he gets... He gets electrocuted twice. Shocked on the taint. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it, it fuses his asshole shut. Yes. Now he's in real trouble. Yes. So as he's swinging, she's like, thank you so much. How can I repay you? And he's like, I can use a job. And she's like, okay, what do you do? He's like, whatever you want. And she's like, okay, When can you start? (laughs) As soon as I get off this side. Or he says, as soon as I'm done here. (laughs) And she's like, you're hired. And then he, he, she goes with him upstairs after he's like, wow, this is a nice store. And she says she grew up here. It was her Huge grandfather's. Mm-hmm. Her father died two weeks ago. Now she's nervous because now she's in charge. And he's like, when do we open? I'm sure everything's going to be fine. And she's like, we are open. Mm. It is a big, empty store. It looks like a hotel lobby. It is currently really the beautiful. Macy's in Philadelphia. Huh. And was I it the went Macy's there. At the time? No. I went there. No. <laughs> Did she finish her sentence? But I went there when I went for Christmas, and I saw the light show, and that's a, like, it's obvious that once they said that it was that Macy's, I was like, oh yeah, I have been there. Do they have the storefront still with the mannequins in there? Yeah. It's a Macy's. But they were set up for just Christmas stuff. I've never been to that Macy's. I don't know what the hell they got going on. Well, next time you go to Philadelphia. Which should be soon. There are some storefronts or window displays that you can look I at. I wonder if somebody has the mannequin still. Kim Cattrall? You think she does? Oh, yeah. I bet she's got her own mannequin. Although there were many, she had to sit for, I think they said six weeks she had to do sitting so they could sculpt multiple mannequins with different facial expressions for whenever she froze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just asking. Goodness. (laughs) I hope she got the one from the dance sequence where she was all bent over. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. That's the one I would want, actually. So when you come in my house, it'd be the first thing you see, too, is a ha! <laughs> now I'd put it in the bath, in the guest bathroom, like where the shower is, so you go in there to use the toilet and ah! 
No, that would be wrong. <laughs> but I would, I would mess people if you stayed at my house. I'd put it like at the foot of the bed, so you wake up and I'm right there. <laughs> if we had the, a mannequin in a in a house big enough where we could move the mannequin to different rooms, we would constantly be moving it. Yeah, that's true. And not the one that's got its hands raised to the heavens. That's the one. <laughs> mm. After this is over, I'm gonna research mannequins. Tony would set it up so it looked like the mannequin was worshiping whatever he wanted. <laughs> Transformers. That or I'd put it on the roof. People will be like, oh my God, she's going to jump. <laughs> Why are nipples so hard? <laughs> because it's, it's chilly up there. It is. It's chilly on the roof. All right. So Claire, the lady who's in charge of the store, takes him up to see to meet Richards. Mr. Richards. The vice president. I just call him Richards throughout. It's, it's James Spader, and he has the, the worst fucking worst hair. Which it's is weird. He wasn't such bald a yet. Great, <laughs> it's such a great character choice. <laughs> Well, he's James Spader. Just he's know he's like weaselly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And as they're approaching, we hear him on the phone talking about how, oh, I know the deal's going to go through. It's, this place is like a deserted ship or something. I don't remember what he said. He's talking to somebody named BJ. Yeah. He keeps calling him Beej. BJ, Beej, BJ, Beej throughout like the whole movie. And I was like, no, no, I was thinking of blowjob. The whole, every time, every time. Oh, well. It's I'm terrible. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right, so we know that he's a little smarmy and he's got something going on. But then she Claire brings in Jonathan, and she's like, give him a job. And he's like, I like to work with the mannequins. And, and <laughs> Richard's is like, mm, nah. I got the perfect job for you. Stock boy. Stock boy. Women's undergarments. Which is a pretty good job, actually. Women's undergarments? No, so, stock boy. Uh, As someone who's worked retail, stock person is not terrible. You don't have to deal with customers. I used to do stock True. back in high school. I, I used to stock people all the time. <laughs> no, no. Stock boy, not stock boy. Oh, never mind. <laughs> All right. So he goes about his stock boy duties kind of lackadaisically because he's more concerned about setting up a celebration dinner with Roxy and finding his mannequin. So as he goes through the store, he's trying to find all the window fronts. Can so, we, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, can we talk about the store layout for a minute? No. In a minute. No. First of all, <laughs> what about, so is it. Is he a weirdo, or is this mannequin making, like, is it a special that, glow I, type I, of thing? I think, it, ooh, the glow. Let's get back to that. I, no, I really think there's the voodoo. Like, anybody like that would have made it, it would, they would yeah, be Yeah, the power of the mannequin. mobu was in it. He's not like, a weirdo, Like, yeah, per he, se. Christopher Columbus had the same problem, I heard. I think she got to, I think she was just attracted to artists, and she saw him, and so she inhabited his Columbus mannequin. Wasn't an artist. He was an asshole. She do she know. I feel like she chose where she got to go. So it could have been any mannequin made by anybody, but she just happened to like the look of his inner glow. But you think sure. but but he's attracted to the mannequin because of her because of the Well she does say, aspect. didn't you feel it when you were creating No, me. I feel like he made a mannequin of his ideal woman. Like the boys in Weird Science made a woman. That was a good Good I think he gave Good a mannequin I, I like features he would find attractive. And then when mm -hmm. it came to life... Hmm. Also, weird science. Great It movie. was the woman of his dreams. But he's obsessed with it before she's came to life. Yes, because he gave it all of these special... Like, if he... That's the boobs he likes. <laughs> <laughs> 
all the facial features, everything. It's his dream he made lady. It, he made his perfect woman, and then she came to life and was some Egyptian princess or something. She wasn't a princess. Whatever. She was going to get she married to the dung pusher. The dung yeah. pusher. <laughs> yeah, she may, she may not I'm pretty be sure she's not royalty. I don't know. <laughs> Royalty doesn't marry the really dung pusher. It's a really fancy tomb for someone who's marrying well, their kid off to a dung pusher. She was in there. We don't know if that was like her family right. tomb. Her well, family could else? be the ones that maintain it. Tombs are <laughs> sacred. I mean, why else would she have access because to Because she's that? a horrible person who broke into a crypt. She could be Roman. I'm just saying. I don't have any idea. Okay. I was right. just curious. So, okay, back to uh, the layout yeah, of Elaine's the problem yes. with, the, with the layout. Jesus so, Christ. The she window would have more experience with this than no. I would. So you got the ladies' dressing room. You get four doors. One of them goes to the window to the window display, mm-hmm. and the other three identical doors are dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what weird. the hell is with this store the, layout? The doors to the windows should have been completely different, like hidden. The, first of all, there were slat doors. Yeah. Like, what in the world? <laughs> I don't know exactly how the store was laid out, but it did not make sense. I'm going to go back to um, episode one. Oh. And I'm going to say, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to. Well, I don't have problems with right the out. fact that a mannequin came to life, but I have problems <laughs> with where they put these doors to these window displays. Because so the... <laughs> if you've ever shopped, little kids play, they will open yeah. any door. Yes. Yeah. And that did not seem to be locked. So some kid is playing in your window display. Maybe. All right, so he finally finds his mannequin, and he's talking to her. He's like, oh, I've heard artists fall in love with their creations, but you're so wonderful. And he's interrupted by Hollywood. Hollywood. (laughs) Montrose. It just seems. (laughs) It does. It kind of does. And so does my heart. (laughs) (laughs) And the two hit it off, really. Hollywood's thrilled. There's somebody working here that's stranger than I am. This is great. And, I don't uh, think so. No, here's here's another problem. This okay. movie. You remember Hollywood having a bigger part and you're sad that he doesn't? <laughs> yeah, and he had sharp nipples. But <laughs> the other thing is, is is this movie um, offensive? No. Because it's a little offensive, I think. No. But Hollywood's okay. awesome. Here's, I love Hollywood's character and I don't find him to be offensive in any way. Right. What I find offensive is that everybody else refers to him as the Mary or the, the fairy, fairy or... But back then, I guess that's... <laughs> there were worse things being said. Yeah, true. Very I feel true. like... I will say that this is a character, a caricature yes. of a type of person which was the only kind of portrayal that you were getting in movies in the 80s. All right, I'm going to refer But it was a positive caricature <laughs> rather than a negative. Like mm-hmm. That's true. And uh Jonathan's character when Felix when um Captain Felix Maxwell Knight security manager says a very derogatory thing about Hollywood, um Jonathan, Jonathan stands instantly up stands up for him. Calls him out on it. So I'm gonna, I feel again, this is a positive caricature rather is, than a negative caricature, but it's still a caricature a that we would not allow now. Okay, great. But it was '87. And yeah. Red Genders came out '84. Do you remember the the African American homosexual person in that movie? Mm-hmm. Yes, Lamar. I'm also reminded of the one. It was in, the exact same character in, in yeah. The Rock. <laughs> yes, I mean not The Rock. Um, Conair. Shit. Yeah, Conair. That's the one I was well, that wasn't a black guy, though. Yeah. That was a Latino gentleman. Yeah. That Lady. was really good. <laughs> but there were some lines that I was like, oh, that was a good line. But then I was like, oh, but they, 
like when they say it's who's crying in there and I yeah. thought it was funny but I was like I can't pick that <laughs> because it bothered me <laughs> look All this right. is so this now- is a caricature and this was what yeah. was popular movies but I feel like it was not done in a negative way it was a positive so I feel yeah, like it's, he, he was I a strong not, man although if you, know, you disagree if this, if, if you know. disagree and you have a different life experience than us, we'd love to hear your opinion. You can tweet at us or email us. Will, he's gay. He can tell us. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Hollywood invites Jonathan to help him with the display that night. And it's going to star his favorite mannequin. Amy. So they, while they're going about doing this, uh, Jonathan has that run in with, uh, Captain Felix Maxwell, night security manager. You gotta say the whole thing. And Why? Rambo. <laughs> because it's funny. And yes, his dog Rambo. Who always goes for first blood. And uh, after <clears> he gets doesn't. back to Hollywood, Hollywood says, "Ah, oh, don't let Felix get you. He just got a bad case of Miami Vice." <laughs> well, <laughs> Miami Vice also very popular in the eighties. Yep. And then Jonathan's like, "I gotta go." I have dinner with my girlfriend, and Felix has a bit of a breakdown because his boyfriend said he was fat. <laughs> Cellulite city. And then he has this, do you think my thighs are fat? And he's, like, is, ah. he's like, I don't know how to judge a woman's thighs. It looks okay to me. This is the second movie we've done where somebody was dumped because of their fat thighs. Worked oh, out good for the other chick. True. Yeah, it did. <laughs> She's still with the prime minister. <laughs> At least as and of right now, he also seems wasn't to fat. still be the prime minister. <laughs> well, as of last red, red Nose Day, anyway. Yeah, they were still together. I assume so. so. She right. has a new movie coming out. Does he? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. So okay. then he, Jonathan's like, oh, they have this whole talk about liposuction. Maybe I should have a hips done. Do you think you do liposuction at home with a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> that no. was No, no, you can't. <laughs> don't do that. That was and really fun. Jonathan's like, why don't you just go on a diet? He's like, oh, no, diet's going to work those jelly donuts. They just call to me in the middle of the night. Hollywood! <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I want to be friends with Hollywood. And, yeah. uh, and John's like, maybe you should go home. He's like, I'm not done. I can't leave my art unfinished. She's like, it looks good to me. All right, then I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's left alone with the mannequins. And she has this look on her face, apparently. And he's like, what's the matter? You don't like your new scarf? And she's like, not particularly. And... Oh, now he thinks he's gone bananas. <laughs> yeah. That would freak me out to probably out of a scale of 1 to 10... Like a fifteen. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's a big one. And she I'd probably just... stab her. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I guess we're glad he doesn't seem to think to do that. Yeah. That's why she goes for sensitive artists. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Less likely to chop them up with an axe. Chop her up with an axe. That wouldn't freak you out. Yes, it would freak me out, and I would probably. Um, also stab her <laughs> or freak out and run away. I would grab her and bring her across the street I, to Gimbal's and put her in the chipper. I am not a Ooh. sensitive I'm just saying that I, if I was doing mannequin art, I wouldn't have knives. Most <laughs> 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 do bring knives with them. They do. <laughs> Look, like I stab her. You see, you have a knife? Yes. Yes. You know okay. what? It's not a Two. regular knife. It's a box cutter because they Jesus. were putting down Alabama? fake. No, they were putting down fake the fake astroturf, and sometimes you got to trim the edges. The fake astroturf, as opposed to the real. That's true. They're probably the very least some scissors nearby. A sharp stabbing object will be fine. Give me a stick. Now, fashionish. <laughs> which, which again, makes me interrupt again. Go if you stab it. her, does she die? 
Oh, shit. Or does she just what turn it? him back into a mannequin? Or does she burst him into dust, like on a Buffy show or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I had not considered. As I've only watched one episode of Buffy ever. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Do you think she dies? No. I think she would have died if she had gone in the wood chipper. Like, so I guess it depends on where. to the time stream of Bill and Ted. Well, I think she probably <laughs> the next takes her essence out of it. Right. Yeah. And it becomes just a mannequin. I'm going to say if she dies in, in the real world here. She goes into the Bill and Ted time stream and ends up in like 2045 or some shit. So it is kind of high, Highlanderish. Yes. Perhaps. So she tries to explain herself, but he's like, am I dreaming? Am I crazy? And uh, he doesn't know what to think. And the next day he wakes up in a newly created window display. It is not anything like the one that he and Hollywood were working on. It's advertising tennis equipment and sportswear. And he's like... There's a little tennis ball that floats back and forth. And yeah. the rackets turn. And the rackets spin. And the rackets are heads that spin. Mm-hmm. And people outside are losing their GD minds yeah. over this freaking... <laughs> and I have to say that if I walked past that, I'd stop and go back and look. <laughs> I would too. It's like, wow, that's really cool. And then you keep walking. You wouldn't hey, make look, a day of it. Hey, look, water ice. And I'd leave. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, water people ice. People were crowding around, though. Um, he goes to talk <laughs> to Roxy. Sorry. Oh, shit, he I missed the speed button. He goes tight. Yeah. He was supposed to meet her last night for dinner, and he never showed up. He goes to talk to her this morning, and she's like, I thought we were supposed to meet at 8 last night, not 8 this morning. And her, Which also a good her, he goes over, and her weird co-worker, her stalker, is outside her building and trying to get her to ride with her to with him to work. And she's like, I'm going to walk. And then Jonathan pulls up, and then she's like, fuck this, I'm getting in the car. Yeah. Because this dude is sexually harassing her ass. He is throughout the movie. Yeah. He's creeper number one. But he that dropped does... to his knees and tried to bite her butt. That's sexual yeah. assault. <laughs> but, yeah. but I feel like she shouldn't be hitting him as much as she is. No, I don't think it's okay that she could hit him. But he doesn't seem to mind. I get the impression he's kind of into that. Well, they're both. It's exaggerated. Yeah. But well. it's ridiculous. Both. But she gets in the car and he's like, "I think I might be going crazy." That mannequin. She came to life and. And she's like, oh, <laughs> you should get some help. And uh, she gets in the car and she drives away. And she tells him not to call her again. Yeah. And Seems like she dumps him, although it's not very clear. So she, Jonathan goes home and he calls his mom. And he's like, hey, mom, do we have any sanity in our family? <laughs> have you ever had hallucinations? <laughs> hallucinations? What the heck is the matter with me? <laughs> Hallucinations. Yes, yes. Have you ever heard? What's in that coffee? <laughs> <laughs> that a little did, you get, did you get Tony's coffee by mistake? Is I that my know. coffee? Tony doesn't like coffee. Well, not if yeah, but he's the... bourbon. Is it Irish coffee? <laughs> All right, so to everyone, surprise. No, Irish coffee's hot and has alcohol in it. Yeah, but Russian coffee might be just vodka. <laughs> Perhaps. Hot know. vodka? Is that a thing? I'm sh- I don't know what hot toddy is. You said coffee's hot. <laughs> Some people like there's iced. Well, you drink sake hot. So, oh, is there sake in there? No. Sake-tini? I do have some Kahlua at home. I guess I could have put in there. Well, no, no. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, so the display is a hit. It attracts a crowd and shoppers to the store. The store has not been doing so well. It was near bankruptcy. And there's an offer on the table for a buyout from Illustra. One tenth the cost. Mm. From BJ. B.J. Worth. Yep. Also Wirt. known as Beach. B.J. Wirt. I know because when I was typing it, W-E-R-T, I didn't have to. <laughs> she was just writing a line. 
All right. Well, there you go. All right. So as Carly has her hands on home row. <laughs> so Ro- this is where Roxy works, and uh, Claire doesn't want to sell. She's like, um, I'm resistant to sell. This is only one-tenth of the value anyway. If I have to sell, I certainly don't want to sell it for this low to that greedy asshole Wirt. Well, Although there's no cursing in this movie. That's what's, me. What's, what's James Spader's name? Richard. Mr. Richard. Richard is trying to convince the board that this window display was a disaster and that these people are gawking at the store yes. and causing a problem and that switcher should be fired and we need to just move on from this and sell to Illustra. He's he's got and his she's not uh, having it. His agenda. Yeah. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, it attracted a crowd, but we need crowds because we want them to come in. And maybe maybe if we let him continue this, we'll start getting more traffic and we won't need to sell. Mm-hmm. But you're right, Switcher had assured Mr. Wirt, BJ Wirt, that he would take care of getting, or no, Richards had mm-hmm. assured him that Switcher would be fired and that the sale would go through. Mm-hmm. It did not happen. They put it off for six weeks. And they promoted Jonathan Switcher to visual merchandising. He's in charge of the store windows now. Him in Hollywood. Which seems like a really cool job. If you're into that kind of thing, I'd enjoy that. I would. (laughs) I'd run out of ideas in like a week, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as somebody who works retail for a retail store and and knows the person that is the visual, Uh they get a book that the corporate... decides on what displays they want and they send the visual a book and she just changes the mannequins according to the book according Aww. to the schedule that's, that's really so boring fun. but that's a chain and this wasn't a chain yeah but so. the only things that she gets to do is if we don't have the merchandise in store that the book calls for then she can use alternate pieces so she can make them a little bit different but you pretty much Whoa. have to go by the book so like, we don't have any pink scarves yeah. i'm gonna go with the red so you need a, <laughs> so and i'm pretty sure that's how Big stores do it, and small stores don't always have a specific position. And also, that was the eighties. The corporate terribleness hasn't seeped right. everywhere yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, corporate America hasn't become corporate America yet. It's just a, it's just a whisper. Like everybody hadn't read Art of War yet. Right. So <laughs> it's just a hint of evil on a whiff, a whiff of diet evil. Like you can hear it. It's out there in the world. Monopoly. Like, if you listen real close, you hear Gordon Gecko. But other than that, not a whole lot. What's going that on. smell? What's that smell? Comcast. All right, so Richard asks Felix to keep an eye on Jonathan. He wants to know how he works. And he's like, should I strip search him? And he's like, you people who work at night. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little creepy. So when Jonathan talks to Emmy again, she tells him a little about her old boyfriend, Christopher Columbus. Just Chris. Calls him Chris. Yeah, she calls him Chris. Told him the world was round. He didn't believe me. I never saw him again. She tells him, he asks how old she is, and she says she's 4,501 next April. Now, I'm going to have to call bullshit on that because they didn't have April in ancient Egypt. <laughs> so. I'm just they saying. they may have had it in Christopher Columbus. Well, yeah, perhaps she as could she's have done the math Because April wasn't a thing. She's obviously done the math. And she also said that she was born in B.C., which wasn't a thing. When she was born. Yeah, but, well, she's, she's, but she's been she's alive been with at the gods. points throughout history. Well, which ones? She's been with the gods. Which ones? They never, whichever ones with... are real because they're not specific. So she's been with the gods. She's with Michelangelo, right? Don't they show yeah. that? She was with Picasso. She was with Chris Columbus. So she's but, been alive in various times. So but she's familiar she's with She's obviously, when, when she's in limbo, she's obviously with the gods and they tell her how much time has passed. Maybe. 
Because if anybody's keeping track of the real character, it's the real gods. Mm-hmm. Which if Egyptian we were ones. Yeah. Anubis? Thought? I don't know. I'm gonna go with Anubis. Set, maybe? Nope. This seems Set. like something Set would Set do. Set was really busy. Maybe. All right, so fast? then... <laughs> maybe it's fast. And they Osiris. talk about how everybody thinks he did it, but he knows that it was more her, and she's so wonderful. It wasn't Ra because he is an alien. Right, but we'll get to that. All right, so then <laughs> they accidentally turn on some music, and we launch into a montage. Uh-oh. I start love working out montages. Well, Run there's, the there's two like Rocky in this ran movie, by. but this is the better one. <laughs> This they shoot is... up with steroids. No. Oh. <laughs> they play in the. Rocky they, oh, oh, oh. they play um, dress up in the store. Yeah. And they do it a lot. Like they had to do a lot of costume changes. Like, all right, now get in this elevator, ready and go, strum. <laughs> yeah. Because when you think about it, it looks really cool until you figure out they had to put the shit on and they Probably go for in... hours and hours at a day. <laughs> in the scene in front of the fur coats, he has a mustache. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Aisle four. The makeup section. Maybe. <laughs> Came from aisle four. I don't know. It was a very well done mustache. They had fake um And eyelashes. as somebody who does their eyebrows, I know how hard it is to draw fake hair. Uh, Elaine really brought it back. I brought it back. <laughs> like, I, I call so... bullshit on that mustache. Um, I really wanted to that was a mannequin a minute ago, but you're okay with that. <laughs> Look, I have no problem with mannequins that come to life. Yeah, but mustaches are hard. <laughs> I just wondered who did. Okay, Carly? Okay, so... I'm sorry. Then at the end of the montage, Hollywood walks in. And Jonathan's all like, hey, you gotta meet Emmy. Oh, and, and she's stuck in the ah <laughs> <laughs> She was dancing and she's crouched What's low that? to the ground, but she's a mannequin again. Yeah. And and he's like, uh and Hollywood's like, look, dude, I don't care. <laughs> he says, You thing? do you, boo boo. <laughs> That's a judgment free zone right there. Yeah. <laughs> he's this like, is just for me. Oh, okay. Tony's writing notes. We're all very. Oh, he walks away, and then she comes back to life, and he's like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "Oh, didn't I tell you? You're the only one that can see me a lot." And he's like, "Wow, that's uh. the second time we've had that happen on the podcast. What was the last time, Elaine? That only Kevin, one person. Kevin Costner, Waterworld. No. Oh. Only one person. Can only see one him? person can see the special character in a movie. Oh, good God! Is it Michael? No. no. Tony, bring it home. It was your fucking movie. Which one was it? Death Note. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my god! I thought it had to have been one of Elaine's movies. Because you were all like, like, what about it, Elaine? What about it, Elaine? I, I know. Like, like, I'm, 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 know desperately, I'm desperately going through my movies. I'm like, no. The only no, one I can think of was no. Michael because he hid the whole I'm an angel thing from people. No, but everybody could see him. <laughs> as soon as she said that when we were watching it, I thought of that. I was like, I gotta be sure to remember that. And I did. Ah, and then I was us. so disappointed that no one got that. Like, oh my god. Damn it. Got us. Tony's really mad, like, son of a bitch! I'm also upset because I can't remember his name now. Ryuk. 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 That's it. All right. Because there's only four letters, right? So, mm-hmm. yes. He's Someone's not only... your friend. And the closest anybody's got was two. <laughs> that so, was a good one. You should really go back and listen to the episode. It's really good. <laughs> All right, so Roxy calls Jonathan and invites him to lunch <laughs> at a place where he was fired from Time because <laughs> he tried to set the place on fire. Almost burned the whole place down. And when he gets there an hour late. And she's still there. And she's yeah. okay with it. Oh, wait. I'd be like, nope, I call this bullshit. This is the day of, of texts and stuff. If somebody's like 45 minutes late and you haven't heard from them all, you're like, what are you going to I got to interrupt. Go for it. Well, trying we something new? We got to rewind something. just slightly because Roxy's boss wants her to go to lunch with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And because he wants Jonathan to come work for him. 
and he does this thing at the end of their conversation, which really grossed me out. He kisses fingers. Oh, yeah. Touches and then her nose. touches her nose. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> that was a little weird. Didn't it's bother. not okay. Didn't Don't ever weird. do that to an employee. Don't ever well, do that to anyone. Okay in a what, <laughs> what about a co-worker? I'm not your coworker. Maybe a dog. <laughs> you know what? In the mornings when you leave for work, work, don't start doing that. I will. I will be so grossed out. Totally start doing. It. I know she'll be. Out. Are you sleeping? Okay. Film not, anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Bye bye. Oh, oh goodness. So when yep, he gets there, she's like, "It seems like I was all wrong about you. I have a job offer from Illustra," and he's like, "Uh, well." why like and she's like you're a hit and he's like but i don't work by myself what well, like, would you why say didn't about the boss that have me come in and talk to him then yeah. and she's like well whoever you work with they can come too and he's and like she said he could come too yeah and mm. and he's like well what if it's a beautiful woman and she kind of was like uh whatever okay i can deal with that <laughs> she says i'd be okay with that she could come too in the fakest voice possible oh, yeah <laughs> and the best part of this whole scene is he's like hey i'm not doing that i'm a loyal guy Says the guy who stood up his girlfriend and spent the night with a new woman. <laughs> <laughs> he's a loyal Touché. guy. Touche. Uh, but now he feels like he's found where he belongs and he's appreciated and he's not going to leave prison. He's correct. After being fired for many jobs, he has found a job he's good at. Loving a man. And the people like him even though they all think he's weird. <laughs> Look, Hollywood likes him and he looks like a good time, so. The other people <laughs> seem to like him just fine. They think he's a weirdo, yeah, but but they like him. But they like him. <laughs> like so, remember, uh, nobody else knows about the mannequin but us. Yeah. <laughs> so he is a weirdo. <laughs> They're not in on the joke yet. So then as he's leaving, he starts another fire and <laughs> he tries to put it out with the uh, maitre d's to peg. Yeah, not up. okay. Richards and Felix become obsessed with finding out how Jonathan is doing it. Who's helping him? And why is whatever's going on upsetting Rambo so much? And why can't he just be doing it? <laughs> like, he's an artist. Why can't he just be doing it himself? You know, there's got to be someone helping him. They are not okay with that idea. Yeah. It never not. even occurred to them that he might just be a good artist. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing no. he did was that r- r- amazing. They seem like there's some sort r- amazing? of process r- amazing. that they can... Okay. Really amazing? Is it, yeah. Stop. It's a new word I'm trying. For me. Yeah. I like it. We're going to keep it up there. We're like, dog trash. Whoa. So, uh, Roxy and Armand break into the store to spy on Jonathan. They need to find out who the woman is. He won't leave, but maybe they can buy her out. And uh, Felix is searching for Jonathan as well. And he's pulling the dog in a car, in a wagon, wagon. now. I <laughs> love that Rambo is so afraid he won't go anywhere, so he has to pull him around in a wagon. Is it a radio flyer? Because It is a radio flyer, and it's fantastic. That's a good movie, too. It's not my favorite tertiary prop, but it is close. Is there? It's close. Oh, I know what your favorite tertiary prop is. I know Guys, you do. get your tertiary, favorite tertiary don't, prop Don't ready. ruin it for Tony, because he, he, he doesn't know. He's still stuck Surprise. on Death Note. All right, so uh, Felix finds him right before um, Roxy and Armand see him. And he's been rolling around with Emmy 
as uh, they've an, been in, wrestling in a beach scene. Well, she took an ice cube and put it in his trousers, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna pay for that." These two are gonna bone. Yeah, they were yeah. playful yeah. wrestling. Of, yeah, they're gonna. So this they're is what's called rolling four around. But as soon as anybody sees her, she turns back into a mannequin. You know and what? It's, it's and uh, Felix is very upset. He, he wasn't mid coitus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tony's thinking, "What are these mid coitus?" <laughs> hey, 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 she turned. Oh, no, no, shit. she turned back into wood, and there was more than one kind on that floor, sir. Oh. No, but what's Feezy? What if he's mid-coitus, and all and of a sudden back into she a turns into a mannequin? He does walks it, in. How does, do you explain that? Does he get that? stuck in there? Does it cut your dick off? I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, does it disappear, and your dick is just floating off with the guy? I don't want to have you it. You don't get your dick back until she turns back to normal. In my head, just pushes it out when it becomes solid again. <laughs> and then your dick is just flopping all out for everyone yes, to see. But that's yes. better than it being removed. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets one. All right, moving on. All right, now, so... Now that we've, we've, we've figured that one out. <laughs> Armand takes some pictures and jokes Roxy about how her boyfriend left her for a mannequin <laughs> and she pushes him down the escalator. And then she goes, oh no, my camera. And she yeah, because you hear it shatter. Which was funny. No, you want her to be a bad person so you don't feel bad about him leaving her like high and dry for no reason for a mannequin. I know she's not a bad person and I don't like the way she's portrayed in this. But I did think it was funny because she goes, oh no, my camera. And I laughed. I'm sorry, I laughed. Well, you hate Armand. I didn't care that he fell down. No, Armand is a big fat creeper. A lot of of He said, sorry. he, He had a line where he tells her that he always wanted to have sex in a shoe department, the smell of leather. And I said to John, I think he has a foot fetish. And I said, I think he just doesn't want to have a sex with her fetish. That's yeah, true, that's but I true. think he also has a little bit of a foot fetish. Anyway, Tony, you were saying. I was just going to say there's a lot of movies like this where the some of the characters aren't as important, so they're not as developed. And I don't know how many times we've seen it so far, but we'll see it, I'm sure, is the girlfriend that's, there's nothing wrong with her. She's not a bad person, but she just nope. kind of gets We saw it in Serendipity. Bad, She's not the main character, yeah. so, yeah. you know, whatever. They kind of just push her into the bad and guy role. It makes me look at them like, wow, so that, the that makes girl. the main character a schmuck. We yeah. saw it in Serendipity, where we're like, why? His this fiance was, good. was perfectly why are nice. We, why are but we... no, he just randomly runs into this girl, yeah. but now he's in love. Mm. He's like, all right, well, you're an asshole. Well, he just randomly made a mannequin, and now he's in love. <laughs> I know. I would have stabbed that thing in the face. All right. So, but anyways, Felix and Armand are gone, and Felix decides that he's going to take it into his own hands and beat Jonathan up. Switcher, this is for my mama. Yes, why? Why did they get? That's in a, a really fight? good line. That was like, "Switch up. This is for my mama." And yeah. punish him. I, really under, I, don't I could understand. sympathize with him when it was for Rambo because. Rambo has been freaking yeah, out since it was Switcher for Rambo. But when he said this is for my mama, I was like, what? And <laughs> it was funny because the first punch was like a punch right to the spine. And I was like, shit, I'd be down. I'm not getting up after that. But no, they they are all over the sporting goods section and displays are just getting knocked over. Who cleaned that up? Stuff is going everywhere. I have no idea. Um, the custodial staff. But people. he's about to lose, and he's saved by a leg. Yeah, a leg comes out of nowhere, trips, and hits him right in the kisser. And it didn't look like a very hard shot, but it put him out for you know hours. It was right where it needed to be. It was all the aim of Nigel Gruff. <laughs> Maybe she's wiry. <laughs> wiry. Relax the jaw. <laughs> wiry. <laughs> so, next we see Emmy finds a way to fly. She wanted to fly. Oh, good. Did you write that down? Because I remember. She's I not did. flying. 
She's no. falling with style. <laughs> I was saying, that's my favorite that's prop true. is the magic <laughs> hang glider that doesn't make any sense and wouldn't work. The out. one that flies in a circle gently like a paper yes. airplane. <laughs> if you look real close. Apparently she got it from Da Vinci. But she's so happy. But she, she manages to fall into Felix, knocking him out. Well, she aims. It looks like yeah. she tries to aim for him. Which and whatever. Uh, she's so happy. But then she, like, faints. She's so happy. And then later She was on, overcome. She had the vapors. <laughs> she swooned. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so they talk about whether uh, they think the other one is the one. Is is she going to leave and come back another time? Or is she going to stay with him? She seems and is she's, she's going to leave. And is this what he really wants? Because this is a weird situation. Is this where he talks about naming their baby Pinocchio? Yeah, this is when mm -hmm. they snuggle in the giant pile of teddy bears, which I said to John, I'm going to snuggle in a giant pile of teddy bears. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, until you realize those go to little children afterwards who were sitting and had their naked asses all over them. They, they were naked. dressed. <laughs> it's not like At when they had point, sex in the tent. No, they had sex in the fur coats, but we'll get to that. <clears throat> all right. So they ruined a bunch of fur coats. I feel like that is upsetting to me as someone who's always wanted to own a real fur coat. <laughs> I don't care how good your window displays are. If you start, you know, doing the hopping on the good foot and doing the bad thing in the fur coats, Humpty Dan, they don't fired. know he had sex in the fur coats. They just think he slept naked in the fur coats, which is different. <laughs> Still but, getting but fired. But we're not there yet. Oh, we're like not there yet. He might be a werewolf. <laughs> Rewind. I didn't care about Is it time for wang talk? <laughs> so he's got his tallywhacker all, right. all over oh. these ah! But they're in the pot, snuggle in the pile of teddy bears. Mm -hmm. And he's he's like, yeah, this is what I want. This is absolutely what I want. And she's like, are you sure? Like, nobody else can see me. You look like a crazy person. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care? He's crazy for her? And like I said, I get the vibe that she's leaving. She she has a couple of moments where she's talking, and you're like, she's going. She's going to leave. Well, like, I think she I has really to know that this is not the way he should live well, the rest of his life. This is weird. <laughs> in the montage sequence, it starts because he looks like he's going in for a kiss and she kind of backs up and then turns on the speakers. Mm -hmm. So, like, he seems into it from jump. Oh, well, she also may not know that, that there's a staying clause. Maybe. She keeps she leaving. May, she keeps jumping. Maybe she thinks that's just how this is and she's not. She's trying not to hurt him. I bet they Maybe. would explain it in Mannequin Leap, our hit yeah. new TV <gasps> series. They okay. will. <laughs> Starring... Going on fanfiction.net. Question mark. Yeah. All right. Anybody but Lindsay Lohan. She just seems like she's in more trouble than she's worth. And he says, this is one man who isn't going to leave your side. And then he goes to kiss her and immediately goes, oh, the window. And he leaves. And then he's like, oh, no, wait, come back. Come on, come on. And she smiles. He came back for her. And they uh, make up some more fantastic windows. Felix uh, gets fired the next day when they store people arrive and he's passed out in the middle of the floor what kind of night security guard sleeps in the middle of the floor and uh and she's like richard you hired him you fire him and richards is like i don't know i think he's be telling the truth and the dummy knocked him out somehow <laughs> and she's like you know you're fired. I think uh, you're fired too like you can't fire i'm not trying to deal with either and he's like i don't think you can run the store by yourself a woman at your age and she's like i think you don't want to mess with me <laughs> he's got a really good line she says, i'll appeal to the board and he's like honey i don't think you're appealing to anybody oh <laughs> -cha -cha -cha. so they're both fired and uh we have another montage i thought he got promoted before we had the montage but my notes do not have that <laughs> well i didn't write any notes because i don't do yeah. that <laughs> 
Now she told so me he's we doing have another montage <laughs> about the growing success of the store. And we see more of Jonathan and Emmy working together. Other employees obviously thinking he's bananas, but things are going well, so they're not going to complain. Hey. But we see some newspaper articles. Illustra's not doing so well. but <laughs> Well, because if there's down only so many shoppers, if one's going up, the other's going to have to go down. they're down like 86% or something. 89. 89. Like that is an ungodly That's amount. That's a huge <laughs> difference. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, if you have $100, let me take 89 of it. You're a little upset. Yeah. And now Jonathan is made vice president. Well, yeah, because all of a sudden your business has gone up. It wouldn't be 89%. It would probably be like 115,000%. <laughs> but BJ Wirt sees the pictures of Jonathan and the mannequin rolling around on the floor. And he and Roxy's like, don't release these pictures. They can ruin his life. And he's like, I Because she's a good person, life. sort of. He's like, are you growing a conscious on me? She's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's another great line. Because she's like, no, I don't think so. Like, she's honestly confused. Is she like, am I? <laughs> That'll do it. Some good acting right there. <laughs> but he's like, I don't want to ruin his life. I just want to hire him. So I'm going to use these pictures to convince him. Blackmail. Yeah. That always works. So Jonathan carries the mannequin into the ladies' room and tells her that Why he's does he the go new into vice the ladies president. Room? I imagine. Like, he goes to the men's room and is like, ooh, let me go to the ladies' room. Because he's going to have a lady with him and he doesn't want to take a lady into the men's room. That's what I thought. It does smell weird in there. <laughs> I don't I know. Ladies' room. rooms are gross. Yeah. That's not what Joey Coco Diaz says. That's incorrect. Ladies' rooms are disgusting. Yeah, Joey Coco are. Diaz says, Yo, he really says uh, I always take a crap in the ladies' room because it's cleaner. It's not. Well, he's high on cocaine half the time. Who it knows? is not. Ladies' rooms Maybe. are gross. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't know. We can't confirm that. All right. So a group of ladies has formed outside, and they're over, they're listening. And uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> If like, time, he's talking to the mannequin again. Like, what would intrigue me is, what's the woman's voice? Is he doing both voices? <laughs> and they all hear it, because every, yeah. every time someone hears him and the mannequin, and, and like, three, three or four different occasions, they hear the girl, too. Yeah. Like, like, in my mind, he would have to be doing voice. Yeah, he would have to do it, because he, he walks in with a mannequin. There's nothing in my That's mind That's why they think he's crazy, because he he's doing <laughs> the girl voice and like, the mannequin. Like, when I talk to Achilles, and I have him respond, <laughs> they all think he's doing that with the mannequin. I never noticed that. Could I get a, a demonstration of that? Oh, no. <laughs> I really want to know what Achilles' voice sounds like. I know what my dog sounds like. What? Because he responds to me. I don't want you first. Ah. All right, fine. I'll do it. He, when my dog, um, you know, he, he always sounds like this. He does. He does. <laughs> Hello, daddy. Hello, daddy. He sounds like Adam you. Sandler. Yes. You got all day long, Daddy. Where you been? Okay, so Boss does not have a character. He doesn't voice. sing about Hanukkah, does but he? But Chael, it's, it's something about Rottweilers because like Chael, because Chael has that weird Adam Sandler voice, and Pippi always sounded like Rocky. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I can see that though. Those are fitting voices. I know. I'm not nearly as creative or as. So let's hear yours now. You. It's fun. more like uh, Tony. Be like, no, it's more like Tony's losing his mind because Tony will talk to the dog just like people do. I'll go. Achilles, what's wrong? And then this voice comes out of another room. I want to go outside. Or something like that. So yeah. for a while. It's but it's like, not really a voice I'm that just, I do. Well, you need to Except step up your dog like, voice uh, game. Daddy, you have food and you haven't shared yeah. with me. So see, Except it's more fun when you do a voice. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't I, have to be a good voice. So what they're saying is I need to do voice. Up your game. Mm. All right, next podcast, uh, folks. We're going to have that for you. has that large body and kind of a small head, so I feel like his voice would be high-pitched. Just saying. Well, I can do that. Um, I don't know. 
All right, so Hollywood walks up and he's like, "What? You guys are eavesdropping and you didn't include me? Like, what the heck, guys? <laughs> See, I disapprove fine. of it if I'm not a part of it." <laughs> so Hollywood walks in yeah. and he's making out with a mannequin. Yeah, <laughs> and, and has a great line. Elaine, what's the line? I don't know. I didn't write Tell down. Me. I would never bother you while you're getting a piece of wood. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I would never disturb you when you're getting a piece of wood. <laughs> and the way he says it makes you imply that it's, yes. you know. Yeah. So he says he wants to work with Jonathan, and Jonathan's like, dude, I'm sorry, I work alone. And he cries very loudly. <laughs> He's like, oh! And the people outside the door are like, who's crying? <laughs> Which weirds me out, because I thought they were working together. Well, he he's working other with her. Yeah, there's a lot of windows. No, yeah. because I thought they were kind of just co-working on everything, and then he got promoted. And I feel like a store that size probably has four different street-level window displays. Which means with him coming in, you know, either Hollywood was doing them all, or someone got fired. You think Hollywood's doing all the other windows and he's doing the main And windows? also yes. Hollywood mm -hmm. might be dressing just the mannequins around the store. Just, yeah, there's just more than just window displays as well. I think we should have seen more of Hollywood. I mean, I know they just don't have time in the I, writing. But they, for they Hollywood, have, you make fucking time. I know, you want yeah. the Hollywood story. They should have more Hollywood in it, because he should be there at night, and he should be learning from Jonathan once in a while. I want to see Mannequin 1.5, But the rise and fall we'll work of Hollywood. On. We'll write it up. But Hollywood's afraid he's going to lose his job, and Jonathan agrees that, you know, I'll help you out. Reboot. He's like, all right. I'll, Reboot. Uh, Who's going to play Hollywood? I'll work with you. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. Well, Johnny Depp can play anything, so... He can't play Hollywood. No. I bet you he can. Talk about whitewashing. He's, no. <laughs> He's not white. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. He's would be great. No, it's going to be... It's probably... What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. He would be great in anything, too. No, it's the... Am I sick? Bitch. The... Oh, the tall. Yes. Bitch. The tall one that was in that Netflix show we hated. I could get... I could see that. That's key. Is that Key? Or no, Peel. Is that Key I, Peel? I don't know. I don't know. The tall one that was in that Netflix show <laughs> we hated no, was Robin Trubatsky. No, I got it. Damon Wayans Jr. Oh, good one. Good yeah. one. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we, we can't cast, right. cast Mannequin Leap, but we have found <laughs> our we Hollywood. Hollywood. We have Hollywood. Damon, give me a call. We just have to get Jonathan and Emma, or Emmy, or whatever her name is. Oh, uh, that's easy. Okay. All right, so he says he's going to work. He's like, all right, I'll work with you. Emmy encourages it. She's like, you can do it by yourself. You don't need me. And he's like, no, I think I need you. And she's like, no, nah, you got it. And uh, she's like, it'll be a masterpiece. I'll be waiting in my window. And uh, Felix is brought in to meet Wirt. And Richard brings him in, and he's like, do you think you could identify which mannequin it is that he's involved with <laughs> and he's like oh yeah oh I was yeah like, i hope not <laughs> i never forget a name or a face mr nerds <laughs> <laughs> which made me laugh so hard <laughs> i feel like nerds was one of those things people said like oh dang yeah like, it was nerds mm -hmm. i don't think so i didn't get that it was from some some show it was from something somebody said it so maybe nickelodeon or something maybe. might have been star trek who knows but jonathan decides he's going to take emmy out of the store Mm. First, he steals some fancy jewelry. Oh, yeah. She's all dressed up. Well, he doesn't steal it. He doesn't leave the store. No, he takes her he out. He takes her out of the store. He really he does. Did. He stole everything oh, yeah, that does. that mannequin was wearing. <laughs> That's true. He stole <laughs> some jewelry. To steal is defined as to permanently deprive. I think he was going to put it back. He was going to put it back. We know that. Well, for we sure. never see that scene. So then scene. it's not stealing. We never see that scene. 
Yeah, she. I mean, he does come back, but then somebody else. We also don't ever. We also don't ever see him taking a leak, but I'm pretty sure it happens too. Hey, he was in the bathroom. Just saying. We've we've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure it happens. Doesn't eat. He does need. I'm pretty sure. All right, let's carry on. This is gonna take. Jonathan decides. I know. I know. Jonathan (laughs) decides to take her out of the store just after she gets on the motorcycle. Roxy and Armand drive up. She again tries to convince him to come work for Illustra, and he's like, "No." He's like, "What's in this for you? A window in your office? Like, what the hell, dude?" And he's like, "No, I'm not gonna come work for you." She does seem fairly concerned. He's a crazy person. Yeah. Because she's a good person. I know. And, uh, she's a good person at Jason. She's like, you need to get some help because he's like, you haven't met Emmy yet. And she's like, oh, nice. What am I saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's proof that she is kind of a good person. I feel like this actress has a little bit of bitch voice. She remind Her voice reminded me a lot of uh, that 70s show, The Annoying One. Yeah. Which Mila one? Kunis? Yes. No. In that show, Mila she Kunis. is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain, and I'm sorry, ladies. There's certain voices that other women find very annoying. She does have a bit of RBF. I'm sure some people find my voice very annoying. But some people just have those kind of voices. Mm -hmm. And she has one of those voices. I think if she didn't, she would be even more likable. Um, So he's like, look, I found friends and somebody who makes me feel special. I'm not leaving. And she says, you'll be sorry, as they... Uh, Take off on her broom, and she goes, ha, ha, ha. Oh, sorry, that was Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no. That was Wizard of Oz, sorry. Um, Armand is like, you know what you need? You need some distasteful sex. And you know what? I'll I'll do it with you. And she's like, you know what? Fine. And he's like, what? Really? And she's like, hurry up before I change my mind. And he drives. He says, Armand is the wind, or something like that. Yes. And he drives off. Armand. Jonathan and Emmy are driving around, and they're seen by Felix and Richards. Who chase them down? For no That's reason. the mannequin. Yes. Um, and we're lucky this car was made in the '80s because he hits a lot of stuff. He hits a lot of cars. He's still going. He's and not drives a crumpled away. Yeah. mess. So they're committing multiple felonies. At least See, four. This is way before cell phones when somebody would have taken multiple pictures of oh, that yeah. dude's license there plate. Been some videos. <laughs> but he gets his comeuppance. Does he? Yeah. Because they end up stuck suspended, between, stuck between, between two, two buildings. buildings. How? Did they get out? They I had to break no a window. Car. It's very simple. You you break a window. Yeah. Kick this the windshield is... and a tow truck yanks you out of the fucking... Because they get back How'd to the store... they call a tow truck? Yeah, they get back to the store Take tonight. <laughs> tonight. And it, that's an old car. It's not like you could just climb through the back seat into the trunk. Nope. Yeah. You had to go through a window. And luckily, there was two available. It, <laughs> and, you know, these are old windshields. These aren't these quality windshields we got to like today. Oh, sure. These Why are real you just... slime ball... Might have a nice, windshield. Nightstick the uh, windshield out. Mm-hmm. So back to Roxy and Armand. It appears he couldn't get it up. And he thinks it's her fault. Because she's so cold. She's so cold. He says, maybe I should look for a mannequin. And then Ouch. she leaves. Well, yeah, that was hurtful. Oh, not yeah. okay. Yeah, that was mean. Well, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's an absolute piece of I shit. I just don't. No I f- don't feel like this character I got a nice is needful in this movie. They, 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 they could have like done like a swarmy <laughs> sidekick for her, but he didn't need to be this weird creeper. Yeah, he's. He. I want Do you think he's enjoying prison? <laughs> Armand? Yeah. Probably not. If, if you're getting on down and I think he's enjoying it eventually. I did enjoy his bedroom's layout though. Oh, See? yeah, that was that was With a bit With the much. velvet tiger. It looked, <laughs> it looked how I imagine Mike Tyson's bedroom is. <laughs> you know what Mike Tyson's bedroom looks like? Mike Tyson's bedroom. But like you know, know. Mike, haven't you seen The Hangover? God. Yes, I have, but I imagine that his oh, actual bedroom it has a big picture of a tiger above his bed and a tiger bedspread. <laughs> I'm gonna go with it. Just no. might. 
Jonathan and Emmy continue their drive, and they make out on a pier. And then we catch them back in the store. Officer Shapir. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, Officer Shapir. (laughs) We found him. He went to Philly. Ah, Ah, Smart move. It's a nice place. It's a good one. No no werewolves there. No, none. Mannequins, though. (laughs) (laughs) Golems, basically. (laughs) But... Oh, so we shit. see them back at the store having fun with not clothes. Uh-oh. They have been having fun with clothes, and now first, they're having fun with no clothes. First they have sex in a tent, and then they have sex in a hammock. And I call bullshit, because as someone who has a hammock and is laid in a hammock, I don't I think you can have sex in a hammock. <laughs> I thought you were going to say someone who's tried to have sex in a hammock. <laughs> no. He was like, um... No, I would never have sex in a hammock, because mm-hmm. you're going to flip over and fall out. Probably. And not in a good way. <laughs> no, but they do have a bunch of fur coats they have sex in. Yeah, well, they they seem to have post-coitally settled into the fur coat. And she clearly knows he's falling asleep when she gets up to go get in the window. And she fucking should have woke him up. She's, he says, I love you. She says, I love you. And then she gets up to go get She's in her like, window. I have to get in the window. Dude, poke him with leaves. a stick and say, you need to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> or come back right before the store opens and say, okay, you slept long enough. People are going to be True. But all, no. all true. The next morning he wakes up and there's a crowd of people around him. Although I skipped a part, so I'm going to go back. <laughs> uh, Felix and Richards have broken into the store. And they're going to steal Emmy. But is, this, they... is this with Terminator? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Terminator's at Illustra. Uh, they don't know. Uh, it turns out Felix cannot identify which mannequin it is. So they, so they take all, all the ladies. Have you ever noticed how they all look alike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So which they I take true. almost <laughs> all because there's still one when they go to the window where she was. There's still one in there. <laughs> but, uh, but they do get her. Yeah, they, they took almost every female mannequin out of the store. Now, let me get something straight. Their plan was to steal the mannequins, and that will make this person come work for us. Yes, because they'll have his favorite mannequin, and they'll use her to get him to yes. come work there. Or it's a dumb movie what's more plan. likely going to happen is he's going to say, look, um, this guy just told me he stole all the mannequins here. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell, I'm going to say this I'm going to go in there. And, this uh, is a movie in the 80s where I don't think ah, that it, anybody is considered it. that mannequin stealing is a crime. I got it. <laughs> no, I got it. Sorry. Cocaine. I forgot about cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about cocaine. I, that, honey, that answers all the problems. Honey, they're obviously on the Quaaludes. <laughs> all right. That's right. They had their lose so, guy. So all the mannequins are gone pretty much. And then Jonathan wakes up in the morning in the crowd, and they all seem to think he's doing some sort of theater. Like, they don't think, what's wrong with this guy? He slept here, and he's not wearing any clothes. They think, what is this artistry? (laughs) And then Hollywood comes over. And he's like, dude, you slept through it. They stole all the mannequins. And he's like, what? And he gets up, and he's not wearing any clothes. (laughs) So Hollywood, like, they clap for that. Yeah. (laughs) And Hollywood's a good friend. What does he do? Grabs his clothes. He's like, dude. And uh, he... (laughs) runs and they he's like look we're going to illustra that they took him it's it's illustra and so they take hollywood's pink convertible to illustra <laughs> and jonathan runs inside while hollywood has to cover it and is poking well, what's the license plate it bad, says girl? Hollywood. It says bad, bad girl bad girl and bad it says girl. hollywood on the tarp thing yeah it's fantastic it really is yeah Jonathan, I want a personalized it, car cover with heart with polka dots on it that says hollywood <laughs> i would put that on my car i love polka dots Pink ones, it's a Hollywood. Pink ones are the best ones. I leave that shit at work. I'm like, do you have a car cover that says Hollywood? Yes, I do. <laughs> Don't touch it. So Jonathan runs into the store. He's going to look for Roxy. She's in with Wirt and Richards, and 
he and they want to talk about the fu- his future with Illustra. And he's like, I just want the mannequin. And they're like, meh. And Roxy's like, you know what? Forget it. You're never going to see her again. And she leaves. And he's like, oh. And he chases after her. And they sick all the security guards on Jonathan. And walks Terminator. And that's where we meet Terminator. I'd like to mention, Roxy is wearing an, a, a skirt that makes it her very hard for her to walk and or run. And every scene of her running is fucking hilarious. It really is. Because the skirt is really tight, but her... Uh, her blouse, I guess, is really, really <laughs> baggy. Yeah. But yeah. she's got, like, this very funny duck walk yeah, kind like of movement. She's trying to trot, but she can't move her feet more than six inches. Yeah, because her, <laughs> her knees are stuck together. It's very funny. It's it's very that funny. She's trying very to get to there quickly, yeah. but we're glad she wore And that she's, outfit. like, power walking her arms, and she's got the face of determination. I just enjoyed her so much throughout this whole sequence. Elaine's favorite tertiary character. Mm. Uh. So the guards are knocking down everything in their path. They will ruin the whole store. Pretty much. They're going to get Jonathan. That's what matters. It doesn't matter that the store will have no product left. <laughs> they ruin a glass case. Like, yeah, like you get, what's his nuts there? Captain Nuts is walking over the glass case and breaking, breaking every, yeah. every piece. Like his shins will probably start getting cut up. And, and then he falls in one and lands on the broken glass butt first. You're going to get a shard of glass in your butt. Yeah. And whatever else was in the display case is usually something small. So now that's up his, well, it's in the burnt taint. Yeah. No, no. Um, I know. It was Jonathan with the yeah, burnt taint. I know, taint. but it was a, a thing. So. so meanwhile, Roxy is running. She gets to the mannequins. She brings them to the trash compactor. It looks like a wood chipper, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. She puts them at the bottom of the conveyor belt, and she's ready to turn it off. And on. luckily, Emmy's the last one in the line. Yes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so Jonathan gets through all the security guards, and he yeah, they all suck. Like he, he was makes walking it, and then they catch yeah. him. But they catch him once he goes into the employees only area in Hollywood. Is there to help out. Saves the day with the fire with hose. The fire and he's, hose. he's laying him with the hose. You know, <laughs> having, woo, he's having Blasting a good time. shit out of him. <laughs> and What's Jonathan that? just walks away. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> Hollywood has a good line. No, he says like... There's nothing nope, we'll like. get to that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, they manage... Okay, oh, I'm sorry. I've lost my spot there. Roxy ends up buried in bits of mannequin and trash. How? How did she get there? She, I guess she stood back when they were when she started it, and she was underneath where it falls. I don't know. It was Because weird. they never explained how she got there, passed out. She probably yeah. ended it out. <laughs> Which is a big gaping hole. Because John is like, well, how did she get there? And I'm like, well, they had the bin of mannequins. She I know. Did like, how she, she kept explaining how she got in the room. I'm like, and I'm why like, is she asleep? And yeah. I'm like, what do you... And I remember seeing the stuff fall on her, but why was she standing underneath where the stuff fell? She did end up... She well, did she did push buried. all the buttons. Yeah. So maybe there was... <laughs> trash release. Maybe it's a trash chute from upstairs, because this is a multi-level Could thing. Be. And it's so, big as shit. Yeah. So the trash chute opens... And it holds the trash in another level? Yeah, so I get like a laundry chute. Like, no, no, no I figured on. it out. I figured it out. Okay. okay. So uh, there's a trash chute from the upper levels. Yeah, okay. she rolls up her sleeve. And then you push the button it's and it opens time. up and it falls. And then you push the conveyor and then you like sweep it onto the conveyor belt and it goes up into the compactor wood chip. It definitely was not just mannequin Because she that fell pushed on her. every fucking button. She doesn't know how to use it. All right, well, well now that we've... Um, it's not her job to know how to use it. Well, on. I don't understand why they have that thing in a store, but okay. Mm. 
Well, back in the day, used to burn. I don't know why there were power tools in the fucking print store either, but because you have to build on. sets. So Jonathan manages to get to Emmy, and he's holding on to her. And there's a dude who works in that area who has just come out, there. and he's just looking like, "What is that guy doing? Yeah. He's gonna fall in." And then just when she comes to life and grabs him, and he he's like, "Oh God, don't let me drop her!" And finally, that guy's like, "Oh, I should turn it off." So yeah. he does. And then he pulls Emmy up, and she's alive, and that guy can see her. And it's like, oh, the curse is lifted. Was it a curse? A a couple things I read. (laughs) A couple things I read called it a curse. I have no idea. I don't think that's a curse. (laughs) Sure, but it's pretty cool little ride. I guess she wished for a thing from the gods, and it happened. That's not a curse. But I guess the gods have decided she's staying here. It's true love. Yeah. Too brave. Too blade. <laughs> no birth certificate or ID. Uh, or shoes. We'll get to that. Uh, no. Uh, so they managed to get the water hose turned off, and now Hollywood's holding the hose and Aww. has nothing. And he's like, I, I, does he kiss or he just like snaps? I think he snaps twice, and then he turns them off. <laughs> he does it with snaps because me and John <laughs> start snapping. Because mm-hmm. and if I was one of those security guards, I think I would just be like, yeah, okay, why not? Yeah. <laughs> They don't so, pay me enough for, for this no. shit. I'm going back. They're back in pursuit of Jonathan, who couldn't care less because uh, Emmy's alive. And uh, the police have arrived. And when they bust in to where Jonathan and Emmy, and now that employee has found Roxy and has decided he's going to make out with her, um, much to her chagrin. Well, to, be, to be fair, this guy just saw Albana can come to life. Yeah. Now he thinks this is a thing. So Which he is weird because she is in the in the bin she's hanging over the edge which is all covered by giant surrounds so that you don't get like fucking debris as it goes through the chipper Mm -hmm. so how did this guy see her turn into a person he didn't come in until i don't think he saw her turn into a person but once he pulled her out she was still a person yeah he saw her as a person but he He saw her as a person but did he ever see her as first a mannequin yes because he starts kissing mannequins no i think when she was rolling up the conveyor belt he saw okay 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 all right there was not a living person on there (laughs) yes but i didn't know how much he saw because he then starts to dig through the mannequins to find his own mannequin woman and Which didn't work out for him, but rocks. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. B.J. Wirt wants to have Jonathan and Hollywood arrested. And uh, then Claire walks up and she's like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> when I fired these Richards and Felix, I invested in a surveillance system. And I have video of half your employees breaking into my store. And I know you were behind it. And so the police arrest instead Felix Richards and Mr. Wirt. They don't arrest Mr. Wirt. Well, they she's going to get him later for no, conspiracy. They don't, she pushes him and says, and I'll get you later for conspiracy, which means that she's going to get the other two to roll on him, which is the only way you're going to get that. Well, which, but there's a point when he, the cops are like, come on. And as they're, as he's leaving, he's like, you're fired, Roxy. But uh, I think it was just for the effect of the movie. They need to be alone. I don't know. Maybe. So you can cue the music. <laughs> you can't have Mr. W- Mr. Work just standing there. <laughs> and then Jonathan goes up to um, Hollywood, Claire, mm. and he and he asks her. He's like, "Did you oh, yeah. see everything?" And she said, "I saw everything on the video cameras," which makes me wonder. She says, "I saw everything I needed to see." So I'm she saw him have. Say... I wonder if she saw mannequin, the mannequin stuff. 
Yeah. Maybe. Like as her turning back and forth because she didn't see it. You have to physically see it for her to turn back. Can you mm-hmm. see it through a video camera? I don't, I don't know. know. Did I'm going to go with they're yes. Not, they're not very specific with the lore no, of this mannequin not. stuff. They're really not. They didn't think it all the way through. What if you're through? looking at a mirror? You're not directly looking right. at the person. They're looking through a mirror. Exactly. So you're not looking at them. That counts if you are finding a basil- a basilisk. 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 <laughs> All right, so Bring then Harry back around. we see a wedding between Jonathan and Emmy. In the window. In the window. Jeez. Claire's there. Hollywood's there. And there's a crowd of people watching. And that's the end of the movie. And we <laughs> well, Hollywood starts crying. Well, it's Hollywood. He's, 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 he's cried at least three times this movie. <laughs> <laughs> probably more than that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the movie is over, and we're going to go reverse order. John, what do you think? Oh, I'm glad you picked me first. <laughs> okay, so first of all, before I forget, my favorite tertiary object. Prop. Prop, yep, that too. Is going to be Hollywood's car cover. Mm. Ah, good choice, good choice. Good Not choice. the right choice, but good choice. Oh. <laughs> wow, okay, I feel like Danny J just got here. He's like, well, <laughs> you can enjoy being wrong. Um, my favorite character. Not, not, wouldn't make my top five. I was gonna say, but... Top 15. Top 15 tertiary top prop. My favorite character is Hollywood. <laughs> My least favorite character is going to be, um, I'm going to go with Mr. Richards. Because mm. I like James Spader and I wanted to get him in on something. <laughs> but none of them are really bad characters, but he's supposed to play a real schmuck and he played it very well. Just for the comb over. My favorite scene is the, uh, the music montage where they're dancing and they just keep doing wardrobe changes. Because mm-hmm. when I think about it, it's like, wow, that took a long time. They had to go find something else to wear and then go set it up where they're going to do. Do this for 30 seconds. All right, go get something else. And it seemed like a jolly good time. And my favorite line, which both of you were trying to get earlier, ah. this is why I cut you off. <laughs> because as he's got the hose, he's like, I liked him with two things. Getting in fights and kissing boys. <laughs> <laughs> And he made kissy noises as he was hosing it. <laughs> Which was a really weird thing to say as you're hosing people yeah. down. Because he's not really fighting and or kissing, kissing boys. <laughs> so it was just a weird thing to just proclaim. And I will yay this movie because um, while it doesn't hold up completely, it's still a fun ride. So, yes, watch it. You'll enjoy it. And if you don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next? Tony. All right. Uh, least favorite character is Armand. Mm. Armand. Favorite character is Hollywood. Nice. Uh, favorite scene, I like when the dude <laughs> sees Emmy turn into a human and he starts digging in the trash to find a mannequin. <laughs> to start, He kisses one and it doesn't work and then he finds Roxy and kisses her and it does work and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Like he thinks he's figured it out. I thought that was funny. Uh, my favorite line, even though it's a little offensive and you guys didn't like it, I do like when they said... Who's crying in there? And she said, it's either our new vice president, the fairy, or the dummy. <laughs> it's but, a funny line. It is yeah, a funny line. The fairy part is a little offensive, but I just, it's a funny line. And, um, oof, I'm t- it's tough. I don't think this, <laughs> I don't think this movie. But you wanted it so bad. I know, I know. But it doesn't, it doesn't hold up that well. But uh, it's still fun. I mean, I'll yay it. But, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, a, it's, it's maybe and a half. It's a yay. Yeah, it's tough. All right. There's, there's a lot of this movie that's just, it's not, there's a lot of the movie, and this is with a lot of 80s movies I see, is it's like a lot of filler. Like, there's stuff that's, it's not funny, and there's nothing really going on. They're just kind of filling time. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but he could have put more Hollywood in. Mm, he could put a lot more. <laughs> what do you say, Elaine? All right. So, my favorite tertiary prop. Yeah, oh, oh mine yours. was the hand glider, but I already said it. Yeah, the okay. magic hand glider, the Da Vinci. It, that, it's a good choice, but wouldn't make my top 15. Mm. Wow. So, my favorite tertiary prop is Hollywood's Ouch. sunglasses. My oh, favorite, see, my favorite scene with my tertiary plot prop comes right before she finds the hang glider mm-hmm. because she rides the bike behind him and mm-hmm. he kind of sees it and he goes back to his work and then Jonathan rides the bike behind him and he kind of sees it and then turns back and he takes his glasses off and pulls a different pair out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the best scene with my favorite tertiary plot now my favorite character is Hollywood I really kind of want to pick James Spader because he's so Swarmy, and he does a lot of body work. Mm-hmm. Like his mannerisms are so good. Yeah, but he's yeah. icky. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna pick Hollywood, but with special mention to uh, Mr. Richards, James Spader. And my least favorite character is Armand because I thought he was creepy and gross, and I, they didn't need that for that. Ki- like I, they obviously needed a character to help Roxy, but they didn't need to go that way. So it was very weird, and I didn't like it. I'm not a fan. My favorite scene is the music montage with See? all the wardrobe changes. I one. like a good montage. When I like a good wardrobe change. Tony goes, oh, Elaine likes this movie. I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Your favorite line? My favorite line is when Finish Mr. Richard, <laughs> when Richards goes, I'll appeal to the board. And she goes, I can't imagine you'd appeal to anyone. And she just says it so quiet, mm-hmm. and he doesn't even catch it. Oh. And that's what makes it so good. She's sassy. She is sassy. Um, I'm going to yay this movie. This movie is buck wild. Buck wild. <laughs> that is the only way to describe this movie. It's buck wild, and it just is so much fun. It doesn't really hold up as like, oh, this is a great movie with a good story. This is just a buck wild ride that is a good time, and I enjoyed almost every second of it um as long as armand wasn't on the screen <laughs> so i yeah this is definitely yay for me now the wild card <gasps> the wild card carly tuckerman Ooh, you're not supposed to say my last name Shelly <laughs> smith carly mead it's not actually my last carly name Jones. okay <laughs> yeah i was gonna say she has seven aliases anyway it doesn't matter my favorite character also hollywood hollywood was Fantastic. Right. I love him. Even as Anthony in Designing Women, I love him. He's yeah, wonderful. I, I forgot all about Designing Women. <laughs> so watch the shit on that show. I think he passed away not too long ago. Did he? So. My least favorite Way to bring character. it down. Thanks for the death check. That's what I do. My least favorite character is also Armand. I agree with you. He didn't even need to be in this movie. Like, we didn't need the crazed sexual harasser. Like, we didn't need it. Ah! Oh! There's no coffee left. It kind of reminds me of um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Okay, I won't. When the... Have you seen that, Carly? No, no okay. So <laughs> you stay out. But, John, you remember that movie. Yeah. And the assistant is trying to find dirt on Christina Applegate's yeah. character, and she has, like, the guy she's dating that's trying to help her. Mm-hmm. It's a very similar character, but it was much better, much more... Well done. God, I can't talk. In Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt right. you. Well, I no, meant to do fine. it, but I'm sorry the about it. Keep going. She's 17. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> My favorite line, I I wanted to pick the one that Tony picked about the bathroom. I but also 
So. I know. I also really liked when he was when he met Felix and he said he was helping Hollywood and he's like, so the Mary has an assistant. Where do you guys come from? He says Ohio. You're in Ohio too. And he's like, he, he says they're in Ohio yeah. too. But and I thought that interaction was really funny. But again, I didn't want to pick a line no. where they were calling him names. But he does um, call him a bigot right after that. Yeah, he yeah. does. It's a really, it's a good exchange. It is a good exchange. And I ended up chosen or choosing. Chosen, don't huh? let Felix get to you. He's just got a bad case of Miami Vice. And then <laughs> my favorite scene was the chase through the store to get to Jonathan with all the security guards. And I actually read in the trivia that the guy who played Felix was like, none of this is making it into the movie. This is fucking bananas right <laughs> but the director kept saying you're going in the right direction just do more and he's like what <laughs> do more <laughs> this is absurd that makes me <laughs> like that guy more <laughs> but that's what they want he was like this is not this is too crazy they're not putting this in but they did <laughs> i want to know what they didn't make what you know what scenes didn't make it if that yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. i don't say it much but i think this one needs a reboot mm. yeah. favorite turf sherry prop Oh, Dude, I hadn't have... really thought about it. You could just steal one of somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> you could just say Hollywood's car. Yeah, I did like Hollywood's car. There you go. Or I also loved his sunglasses. Like anything Hollywood had. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite tertiary reveal? Right when Jonathan's afraid the board's going to fire him, and Hollywood he comes to help and he takes the cape off. off and he's wearing the suit. Yeah, that was good. The breakaway. <laughs> with, uh, with the tags to line. Yeah. He yes. says, don't tell anybody that I'm wearing this. <laughs> That was good. Now, what's interesting about that, in that scene, he's got the same sunglasses he has in another scene, but the little swoosh thing is on the other side. So he has more than one pair <laughs> of the exact I'm same I'm telling you, it's the best prop. <laughs> they are wonderful sunglasses. And anyway, all right, so yay, 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 yay. I am going to yay this movie. Yay! Wow. I liked it. It got was the quad fun. yay on this. I don't think that Way we to go, Carly. had to start in ancient Egypt. I think that didn't need that to be stupid. there. We could have just started in 1987, and she could have said, you know. Yeah, there was you enough. You created she me. Explained a little bit if about what happened. If we started in the mannequin factory, everything it would have been fine. Just yeah. the same movie. I didn't need that part at the beginning. I felt like it was weird and it didn't belong. But I, it was it was Buck Wild and it was a good time. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> All right. It's the only it's the only uh, phrase that really describes this movie. <laughs> it's Buck all wild. over the place. It's bananas. But I will say four yays again. I'm having some good luck lately. Mm. I didn't even pick this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Carl is like, ah, hey. <laughs> All right. So please find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. Find us, like, rate, review, subscribe, listen to as many of the episodes as you like. We'd love you to listen to them all. <laughs> And, and next week on the podcast is is Elaine's pick. I'm wow. sorry, Jesus. Carly looked confused like shit. Jesus Christ! Like I don't know what to do. Cheese and rice, folks. Cheese and rice. Well, Elaine was inspired by this mannequin pick to pick a movie that features both James Spader and, and Kim Cattrall. Egypt. What? I'm gonna pick Stargate. Not dun, sex, dun, dun. sex lies and videotape. No. <laughs> Does that wow. have Egypt in it? No. You mean, I've never I just seen couldn't that think movie. of a James Spader movie. Why isn't this working? I don't know why it's not working. 
You know what's going to work beautifully? Stargate is my next pick. Well, Stargate, (laughs) that's why she mentioned Ra, and I said we're going to get to that, because I Mm. knew she was going to pick this movie. Yeah. That's why I said Ra's an alien. Yeah, I know. My phone seems to have frozen. In that case, uh, Tony's going to sing the closing. Uh, Yes. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Okay, vamp, vamp. Somebody talk about something. So, really, uh, Harley Davis is Marvel. Let me tell you <laughs> it's got everything that you could want in an episode. Except also, Monster Squad, which but, Monster Squad has Monster Squads in it. So, well, Wolfman's gotten ours. <laughs> I feel like half of our audience would have already turned it off by now, and the other half is know, just like, I gotta it. see where this train wreck's going. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that case, thanks for listening, Doctor Nick. Um, I know you're still on board. Hi, Ben. Hi, Nikki. Yeah, let's give shout-outs. Hey, DJ, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Mac, you suck. I searched mannequin movie cartoon, and the first thing that came up is some kind of weird video called The Time for Sushi with Dancing Mannequins. So play it. <laughs> it's not it. It just doesn't like it. Bye, now. folks. <laughs>